And that is the sound of the start. <laughs> we are on August 18th, which means it's day 17, which means we have done 17 shows and we have seven more to go. No, apologies, we have six more to go. doesn't really matter. We are here, I'm here with Kirsten Brown, um, who is also part of the show. Our mums wouldn't watch this, which we have been recording for 17 days now. Oh my God. Yes, we had one day off though, um, but it's still, it's the 17 performances. <gasps> and uh, we have exactly one week left. And um, that makes uh, three full weeks here and, and three days. Um, Kirsten, how are you? I'm quite tired, Robin, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's, that's, that's why we're recording, we're being honest. And um, what kind of tiredness is it? It's like, um, like an emotional exhaustion, a physical exhaustion, just exhaustion of the soul. Right. Which is, um, uh, uh, if, I, if I'm being honest, I'm, I feel the same, but I'm also a little bit surprised because the show we're doing is, because um, we're each, it's three uh, comedians doing a 20 minute set. Yeah. And I uh, somewhere feel like, well, short as uh, 20 minutes a day. Uh, you know, uh, come on. Uh, there's some people are doing two shows a day or very physical shows for a whole hour. Yeah. Um, and still, uh, surprisingly, I think it's the sort of uh, everydayness of it and um, it's an adrenaline thing. Yeah. Um, we've, we also have uh, the excitement every day of finding out how much audience we've got. And uh, some days it's more than others. Um, there's also been, uh, well, I see around me a lot of people who have set out shows, so then at least in advance you know, uh, you know, shabang, it's going to be a full house. We, we, we've, we've had good audiences, yeah. we haven't necessarily had the guarantee of every day set out. So maybe that's also an emotional adrenaline, I don't know. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun. Like, there have been some really good nights. But then again, when you get here, like, before the show and you yeah. ask how many tickets have been sold, there's always, like, a moment of being really tense. Yes. Because it means the night could go either way. Well, it, it's always good with small audiences as well. I think um, my main question I was asking myself, and I will now ask you, Kirsten, <laughs> we've, we've, we've done uh, two and a half weeks and we've got one week left. Um, what is your um, intention for the, for the next week, taking on board all we've been through my intention for the next week is to work out a way for us to keep the energy in the room consistent throughout our shows to refine my set to be to cut out the fat from my set so it's more punchy mm -hmm. uh, to possibly what do you mean cut out the fat like um the air it's like a t the technicalities of the writing. Like, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of words that I have in my set that I don't need, um, which make it, uh, which make the punchline less effective. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try and get rid of those, mm -hmm. um, and possibly write a new chunk to uh, replace some of the stuff that I'm incredibly bored of. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it does work well. But I'm I personally am bored of it, which means that I don't perform it well. Mm. Did you experience something similar last year when you performed? Because Kirsten did uh, a similar run, although last year you did a 30-minute set, not a 20-minute, with only yeah. one other person. Do you experience something similar that you had to, felt like you wanted to get rid of the fat and uh, <laughs> rewrite certain bits, or is this different? No, last year I was just um, so pleased that people would stay in the room for 30 minutes. <laughs> like, I was absolutely terrified. 
Um, and I every day was like a battle of trying to remember my set, trying not to like be sick on stage and trying to get to know the audience. So last year was a completely different ball game for me. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed last year. Um, this year I'm more looking at my performance and my writing mm. and trying to work out how I can refine it, mm. the, the smaller details. Which in a way sounds exciting. I think I have personally have to remind myself every time that this, well, it's my first time as a, in this is way as a comedian that this is more like boot camp and not like all out or dependent on, um, obviously you're dependent on sales and and people, but yeah. less dependent on being that hit because I I feel this is very much for me testing the waters. Yeah, um, I think it's really important to remember that um, in comedy you have to make sure that you know is you give have to give yourself time to learn because if you kind of try to go in straight away and be like one of the big hitters in a yeah. gigantic venue and you don't know your craft well enough it might not go to You'll plan drown. so you, it's kind of like learning anything you just want to know it the best you possibly can um yeah and this is the ideal way to learn we've i i i've, I've done uh, uh shows where you do um quite a lot of performances where you get you know every day or with the caravan theater me personally it's it's wonderful that you at least do it eight six or eight times a day and you learn very quickly but this because the audience has been so diverse every mm. you think you know your material and you you think you you sort of have it and you you've reduced the fat and suddenly you're thrown by um I was saying this earlier our show is called our mums wouldn't watch this but I I we've had nights that we've joked about it. it's like Guys, you were warned. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, everyone is welcome, but how, it's it's very much don't press the red button. Yeah. And then you do, obviously. I had no idea that it's in a way so effective. Uh, yeah. To, and what I'm saying is it's not like, oh, and, and it's not nothing to do with age, but I think we've had nights where the audience was maybe more conservative than we expected. I think our market, well, our title, Our Mums Wouldn't Watch This, has... For some reason, I, di I didn't realise it would do this, but m I think mums and parents have sort of thought, oh, I better watch that. Exactly. So, I mean, we have had younger crowds and older crowds, but when we've had some nights of purely older crowds and it's a bit like, what? <laughs> yes, it's the it's the least sexy uh, uh, title. <laughs> in, but yeah, it's, it's saying like, guys, we're really, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. It's weird because you feel like they're children. <laughs> yeah. And you're performing to your parents. But... I mean, it's good to know them. Like, it's good to well, know how to Well, A, it's audience. good to know also to, to, to perfect your title for next time. And also, um, I, I feel like, okay, in the moment there's been, you know, if we're honest, there's been moments where it was just a little bit uncomfortable, but, but everyone <laughs> has been amazing. And also to get out of it. And also what you ex think you experience in the moment is not necessarily how they've experienced it because we've had such amazing feedback. Yeah. But. Um, so good to record yourself because if you convince yourself that you're like, shit at what you do which i i do quite a lot and then i watch the recording and i'm like oh actually no it's, yeah. it's fine yeah i'm happy with that as well because chris and i tell you all the time but you won't yeah you won't i don't it. listen to anyone i have to see it for myself yeah no it's fair enough but then you also don't video yourself so then you're stuck yeah i'm really bad at technical stuff I'm well it's not technical either it's just press oh. play on your iphone i mean <laughs> <laughs> no i understand fully why why people would uh, avoid it but i think in a way it's also nice because i'm it's also looking after yourself, like yeah. The, there is no truth A and B. Uh, yeah, look after yourself, and if you need certain like reassurances, then then you can easily do that for yourself. Um, yeah, I personally feel very much that 
in the first week I, I tried to rewrite everything because I was a little bit thrown by one experience with where where some bits didn't work as well um but i'm so happy that i got out of it again and just went back to i think that's natural what i intended like when you first start comedy i remember i had a set and i decided that before i went out into like the london circuit i needed to rewrite everything and then i had a conversation where it was like why would you need to rewrite everything it's been working yeah but you kind of feel like you have to for some reason i don't know it's weird because you, you're so self-critical it, yeah, and isn't also, it weird how serious comedy is? Isn't that such a juxtaposition? <laughs> it is a juxtaposition. I I was <laughs> like I'm, but also me me. I'm like I'm so dead serious about comedy, as in like the techni- technicality. I find so utterly fascinating. Yeah, at the same time, I've been not shouted, but I've been told very strictly by certain teachers like you have to be more free so that's that's my challenge because yeah. i can get lost in the technicality you have to remember to enjoy yourself which for a long time i didn't no, but i i enjoy myself in the technicality of of it all that's my kind of safe haven but how do you mean um that i'm tempted to get too stuck in the the rhythm or the timing of what i think works but that i then have the tendency to forget to be in the moment so uh. um yesterday i had a good chat with somebody who said you have to Look with your ears and listen with your eyes, and at the same time stick to your material. But y- y- all your pores have to be open in that moment, because yeah. so I mean we've had beautiful, bizarre moments with audience members who just you know responded in certain ways that we could then use. Yeah. But if you if you haven't <laughs> got that sensitivity, or haven't you got that the I suppose th- I suppose there's more sensitivity than quickness, but ideally a bit of both then. You know, if you're too stuck in the technical side of things, then then I think you drown. Yeah. Um, I think it's also. Oh, I was going to say something. I've forgotten. Are you going to say what a blessing it is to work with me? Yes, yes, Kirsten, and I am <laughs> thankful forever and appreciative. Would you compare me to the Pope? Um. Well, I think I'm. Oh. Or Beyonce. Uh, yeah, there's more Beyonce. Well, um, well, Beyonce hasn't like personally inspired me uh, <laughs> in, and you have so I'm more interested in you than, oh, than so I, Beyonce okay I'm better than Beyonce I'll well no, you know it's just different uh, I'll genre okay. I'll just take it I think lastly um, what a great gift to also perform for an audience that I, th- I think I want to say is not necessarily in my case my audience or our audience but I'll speak for myself yeah because that is a sort of bulletproof training and and also not to be thrown by that because it's it's totally okay that some people don't necessarily like your style yeah but this it's it's so confronting but really good to realize i don't have to please everyone because also the the material that i'm interested in um is probably not for everyone i think some people have you know it's maybe safer or whatever and it's amazing that that can be accessible for everyone but i think i need to make peace personally that yeah and you don't get experience like it anywhere else like there's only one place we can come for a month and be confronted (laughs) yeah um either by a lot of laughter or by not so much Mm -hmm. um and it like it goes either way depending on what audience we have um Mm -hmm. well that's the thing it's it's you can't if one night people are in hysterics and the other one it's 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 dead you just you don't it helps you get like a clearer understanding 
Because, like, say in London, if I do one gig a week and then I have a bad gig one week and I go next week to do another one, I'm still worried about the last one. Mm-hmm. Here, you, you don't have time to worry. You just mm-hmm. have to go out and own it. Yeah, and make it, make it all. Try new stuff. Um, yeah. I don't think I'd want... Yeah, but I'm I'm impatient. I I I'd, I'd like if Are you already thinking of next year? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yes, I am, yes. <laughs> Will it be uh, well, this is kind of the chat for the for the end, but I'll ask you now already. Okay. Will you uh is it a solo show? Um well, it, I don't know if it'll be next year or the year after, but I'm hoping to do a solo show. Um an hour long solo show, but I want to do it in a way that I have good PR, a good venue, like all of this stuff behind me so that I know that I can't fail. Because to do a solo show and none of that stuff is quite right and it doesn't go quite to plan would I think be soul destroying. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see how it goes. I'm gonna try very hard to make it happen for next year, but if not the year after. Yeah. So it's um it's also a financial thing aside from getting the material and saying Oh, I mean, I've got no money. <laughs> so what I mean, I need to get someone else to help me out. No, but as in, like, like do you feel ready material-wise, performance-wise, that you can, you want to do this hour if you had the funding? Um, So I've got about 40 minutes currently. I would need to write another 20 and probably refine a lot of it. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I don't see a problem with doing that by next year. Well, that's very exciting. Kirsten Brown's ready for a one hour show Is she though? Is she going to fall flat on her face? Uh, Well I'd say uh, Affirmations Affirmations (laughs) Uh, Yeah Cool I think uh, let's see what this week brings And um, Wait what are you going to do next year? um, I think I'm I'm really excited that I have ideas And I'm inspired by Um what I'd like to write about and what I'd like to develop. And if that takes two years, then it takes two years. So I'm not interested in, oh, I have to, like, um, m- make that mark or, like, you know, get get into the, the timeline of Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. I also feel really... It's so good to feel exactly what you don't want uh, because then you know what you do want. And um, so uh, however <laughs> roller coaster this has been, <laughs> I'm already sort of... I mean that's that's the one tricky thing if we're if we're still honest. The impatient me says, "All oh, right, I got it. I've I've learned now. I I can go home now." Yeah, I know. Like, I, okay, okay. I've I've done. I've got my checklist. I've, okay, I've learned. I've yeah, learned same. enough now. Yeah. But I think it's a month for a reason, which I don't necessarily. I agree feel with, like we've all gone through a war together. Yeah, but we still have one week, so let's not. Okay, so sorry. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. We think okay, done that, learned that, great. Yeah. Thanks very much. And now, um, okay, uh, yeah. But there's still a whole week, so a lot can happen. Uh, no, it's exciting. <laughs> Bring it on. It'd be great. If it's already so, so uh, valuable. All right. Um, we'll make sure to uh, uh, give one last at the end. And um, happy days. Have a good evening, morning, day, weekend or week. Bye. Bye.